0: Pioneers, it's Thursday, or if you can call it pre-Friday, May 7th. I'm Mrs. Byers.
1: And I'm Mr. Nimro, and you're listening to the Patriot Podcast.
0: So um, this Sunday, Mr. Nimro coming up. It's it's a special day. It is Mother's Day. Big, big day. Um, so today is going to be our Mother's Day episode. I uh, want to send out special props to all the moms out there, all people who are like moms to people, all people who um, give love like a mother so we want to say thank you to them and also just want to remind you that in addition to honoring mothers in the next few days we're still in teacher appreciation week and so if you have the time and the inclination don't forget to thank a teacher that meant a lot to you
1: yeah I'll say I've gotten some notes over the years that I have not expected from previous students or even current students and it's a tweet or a note or an email or Facebook message or something with just a like hey Mr. Monroe, it's <laughs> the, remember me from so and so <laughs> or whatever, right? which it's funny when it's online. Cause it's like got their picture and their names like, yes, I like, I know who they're right. Um, oh, but those yeah. have been some of the, like, just the coolest things. So if you're, if you are listening and you have a teacher, um, that you, that sticks out to you, just send them a note, send them a tweet, a text, uh, an email, something just saying, thanks. Uh, it'll make their day for yeah. sure. You,
0: you probably have no idea how much it would mean to them. So yeah, let those teachers know that you appreciate them.
1: So on the Mother's Day kind of um, theme there, Janine, what is a trait that you possess that makes you proud to have inherited from your mother?
0: Oh, so something that I believe I got from my mom and I'm proud to have. Um, That's a tough one. Yeah. I'd like to think there's many, but probably um, I like to consider myself a resilient person. And I definitely believe that I learned that from uh, my mom, not only, I I don't know if it's an innate characteristic, but learning how much she, uh, she she's, she's a resilient bird, man, nothing gets her down. And so I feel like um, from observing that in my childhood and adolescence that I've just sort of picked up, you know, carried the baton from her and I sort of, I, I try to be as strong as I can. So that would be it. Thanks, Ma. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Sita.
1: Well, while I don't know your mom, I definitely would say I know you well enough to say that you are one of the more resilient people that I, that I know in my life. So I think that's if, that, if that's from your mom, then, then that's a pretty good uh, role model you had there for that one. Well, thank you, sir.
0: Of course. Very kind.
1: Um, it's a hard question for me. Um, uh, full disclosure, I am like a massive mama's boy.
0: Um he is really so yeah.
1: So the level to which I put my mother on a pedestal, um is I think
0: she's like almost to the moon. Yeah. High.
1: Yeah, she ranks pretty yeah. high. Um I I think that, you know, I I'm one of four kids. Both my parents were teachers. Um we never had a lot of money. We all played sports. My dad coached. We did all these things and our lives were just chaos. Um, like I I say to my mom routinely now, like, I don't know, how did you guys like survive us? Like, how did that happen? And I think the, the large part of it is due to my mom's willingness and ability to just say, this is the situation. We will make it work. And I, and I like to think that I have some of that in me also that in hard times or busy times or tough times or difficult situations that I have an attitude that we can make this work that Agreed. yes, three children are screaming and I'm trying to cook dinner and there's an interview going on. And then like something and I'm like, Nope, we can do this. Yep. yeah, Let's go. We got it. Yes. And, <laughs> um, and with
0: the, your schedule that you and Michelle have with your four kids, I would say definitely you do that.
1: For well, sure. I, yeah. And I don't, I don't know if that's a trait, but I, I definitely think it was something that was modeled for me that like, it's going to be busy and it's going to be crazy, but you can do it if you just tell right. yourself enough. <laughs> I
0: you feel like our, um, our traits are almost similar. They're kind of uh, yeah, t- two sides of the same coin, I think. Yeah. Because there's, there's long-term resilience, but then there's the resilience of, okay, 12 things we have to fit and yeah. How do you do it? And I think part of that is also like, well, maybe we don't need to go to this thing that there's also a little bit of that where if there's something that you can maybe not attend in that evening to make it only 11 things.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that there was my, my family is, has a pretty strong familial bond. And I think some of that is also, you know, that while that's really well put, I think that, you know, we put our heads down and you just get through it and you get to all the things and you go to all the games. And then at the same time, when you have a moment to be like, yeah, listen, nobody's changing out of their sweatpants today. No one's leaving the house. It's like a family lock in essentially.
0: Right. Right. We're,
1: we're doing that. We Um, don't
0: need that these days, but yes, during regular chaotic times for sure.
1: Yeah. I would, I would say that my mom in, in those scenarios was definitely a, like the glue of our family. Um, And it's not that she wasn't busy too. Like the little known Nemro trivia about my mom is that while almost all of us have coached in some form or fashion, my mom was the uh, varsity girls soccer coach at Marsteller for nine years. And in nine years, she lost eight games. Wow. (laughs) So winning percentage wise, Lynn is actually the the number one yeah. ranked. coach. I don't in the think family. I knew
0: your mom coached at all yeah. ever. Yeah, that's neat.
1: Uh, our very own uh, Kelly Payne at uh, at Patriot played played soccer for Lynn Nimro.
0: That is neat. Yeah,
1: that yeah. is neat. So let's uh, let's cool. let's chat with today's guest and see what uh, we 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 spoke with Miss Burns uh, a few days yes. ago. Let's bring her bring that interview on and see what she said.
0: And today we're extremely happy to welcome the one, the only, Marianne Burns to our podcast. She is the leadership teacher. She teaches a million other things in the social studies department. And she's just basically Miss Patriot. So welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Miss
1: Patriot. Hey. That's exciting. How are you? I
0: feel like that's an appropriate title. Yeah. Well, thank you.
1: How are you doing?
2: I'm wonderful. How are you?
1: Oh, tremendous. What what day... um, for those that don't know, Ms. Burns shares on her Facebook to shame the rest of us with the amazing things going on in the Burns house every day. So yes. like if it was my house, you know, it'd be like day 17. Uh, one of the children is missing and <laughs> <laughs> and everyone smells. And Marianne's yes. like, oh, today we gathered dandelions and made a bouquet. And then we did this. <laughs> and then we...
0: we made bread.
1: Yes. <laughs> we
0: oh, you made, made bagels. We made bagels. bagels.
2: Yeah, we did make bagels. Yes. I just try to keep track of it for like the memories, you know. Fair
1: enough. How did how the cinnamon buns turn out?
2: Oh, they were awesome. They looked awesome. Yes, uh, they were great. I'm doing a lot of uh, anxiety management through cooking and baking. So wow. last night I made uh, meatball subs. So that was good. oh nice. Well,
0: um, if you need to anxiety bake some extra cinnamon yeah. buns, <laughs> you know, if you accidentally leave them on your curb, I could drive by.
1: Yeah. I, I'm convinced you're the reason that I can't bake. Have either of you tried to buy yeast? It does, like it's gone.
0: You can't find it, right? You
2: cannot find it. I had to get my yeast from the joiners who got yeast from the Sutliff's. So,
0: wow! What are they, yeah. look at that what are they growing? Patriot
2: it? teachers helping patriot teachers. Patriot look teachers helping patriot teachers. Um, I don't know how the setlifts had as much yeast as they did, yeah. but <laughs> Run, the joiners, running the joiners, a were able to give me like a science
0: experiment. Yeast, so it was great.
1: Wow! All right. Well, yeah. Miss Burns, we want you to weigh in on our topic today. Um, okay. We've been talking about a trait that you possess that makes you proud to have inherited from your mom.
2: I don't. I don't know that I would say it's a trait necessarily, but more like just a momming type activity. Um, I grew up with a single mom. So uh, she took on a lot of the responsibility when it came to like Christmas and birthdays. And so she made a big point to try and make our days really special um, since it was difficult for her to do a lot for us like financially. Um, So one of the things she did was every morning, um, on, on the morning of our birthday every year, She decorated like the living room and the dining room with balloons and streamers, and so every day, every year, when you woke up on your birthday, you had like a special surprise. Decorated, yeah. So I do that for my kids.
0: That's sweet. That's pretty cool. Sweet, yeah. Yeah, She's
2: she's she's very thoughtful about you know trying to make sure with uh, three of us in the house growing up that we all kind of had our moment. Right.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Janine, you're you're a big family too, right?
0: Uh, youngest of six, yes. Yeah,
1: man. Yes. There's a lot of a lot of siblings here.
0: Yeah. We yeah. Uh, powdered milk in my house when we were growing up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Couldn't drink milk. No, not in the nap house. No, sir.
1: It's funny to me that how how, and I guess I'm just at an age now where I appreciate this more because I'm, you know, my kids are the age they are, that the things that used to annoy me or that I thought were silly that my parents did that like conversations like this made me think like, Oh my God, I'm my father. Like, like where, right. like, <laughs> or, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm dad
2: <laughs> like, Yeah. 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 No, she, she definitely wanted to make sure that, cause she worked a lot to make sure that we could do all of the activities we wanted to do. Right. Um, you know, she never had to tell us no uh, or Aww. wanted to tell us no. So we, you know, she worked really hard to make sure that we felt special and that, you know, we had a, a, a special memory so that was sweet yeah she also used to go all out and decorate our house in christmas lights by herself uh, so now looking back like as an adult that was probably dangerous but
1: right <laughs> and a massive undertaking that is the that worst is. yeah
2: so yeah.
1: whoever right. the people that invented that little like projector light that like makes your house like, right. look like you did something but you're the
0: inflatables yeah i love that guy yeah the no, inflatable you or gal. Do
1: that. what no. can't do that
0: no, I'm I a, live I'm in a, an apartment, so I just have a balcony. I'm good. I'm an, I, <laughs> Five I, minutes, I'm, I'm done. I'm an opponent of the projector light. Oh, really? oh, well, you know, I think for people who aren't gifted in the, the light department, it, it allows them to be, you know, allows suppose, them to be, be to be included. I suppose that's true.
2: An opportunity to participate. Well, that's one of the things I do with my kids is like, like with my mom making special memories on Christmas Eve, every year we get in the car and we drive around and go look at the lights.
0: So oh, which neighborhood we go to a Virginia Oaks.
2: Um, so we drive through Morris farm and Glen Kirk. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. So Virginia super, Oaks has a contest every year and it's awesome. So we go around and try to find all the winners. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's there's fun. a
2: guy on, um, in Glenkirk, I don't know the road name, but it's like right near the Papa John's. That's my landmark I associate it with. Right. Um, and he has lights that go with like music. So the kids like this. Right. Song. That's, fancy. That's
0: yeah. right. Yeah. we saw that. Yeah. We'll have
1: to, uh, I'm sure all of our loyal listeners will be back in December where we will debate the projector <laughs> yeah. light versus hanging talk light. About, we'll have right. that argument. Um, with this week being teacher appreciation week, Ms. Burns, uh, we talked about this on our, our last episode with Chef Stevenson, but did you want to share a teacher that you uh, think about fondly or that maybe you thought about, uh, you know, at, now that you're a teacher and uh, they they inspired you or anything like that?
2: My math teacher in high school, um, I had him for my sophomore, junior, and senior year. His name was Terry Hugie. Shout out to Mr. Hugie. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and he was... Loyal,
1: loyal listener, I'm sure. Yes.
2: yes. <laughs> he was wonderful. Um, I was not naturally talented at math, um, which I'm sure Mr. Nimro is shocked by. Uh, but I, am, I am shocked by that. He was just so supportive. Um and as a student, I mean, he was like standards based grading before that became a thing. Wow. So we, we yeah, we would take a, a test, an assessment. And if we scored higher on one, it would replace two behind it because math, you build skills you build on the skills, which was like an awesome thing. Um, when I was in high school, nobody else was doing that. He had the formulas painted all over the walls in his classroom. Um, So he always used to tell us that he didn't care if we knew what the formula was, only if we knew what to do with it once we had it. Right. So it was great. You got to like look around the room during a test and trying to find the formula you needed to make sure it was
0: right on your paper before you started. And that was before SOLs. And so he basically created that sheet you get when you take the math (laughs) SOL, but it was just the walls in your room.
2: He um, yeah, he was wonderful. And he used to let us come back. During lunch and eat lunch in his classroom and work on our work. And now, like as an adult and as a teacher, I realize how precious that lunch time is. Right. To have interactions with other adults and yeah, he let us, you know, spend some extra time and get extra help. He was awesome. So
1: I, I can't get over the same teacher for three years in a row. Right. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was really cool. It was, it was nice That's to. Neat. He was, he was a little quirky guy. I loved him. He used to wear the same. It took us a while to figure it out, but he used to wear the same outfit every Monday. And the same outfit every Tuesday. <laughs> like he had a uniform, so he I told us that, that that way, like Miss Munchel, that he would. I'm going to do
0: that, next year. Ms. Burns, that Ms. Burns, next year, Miss Burns. Miss
1: Burns, do you know that that there's a uniform code in the CTE hallway at Patriot? I know Miss right. Miss Burns. You're aware of this, right?
0: I know. i I
2: participated.
0: I yes. I
1: also participate uh, on any day I know I'm going to be in that hallway. Red is Monday. It- yeah, red Monday, uh, t- blue Tuesday, white uh, or wild card Wednesday thursday is logo day and then friday's t-shirt
2: is this a joke
1: i'm dead no, to, and and when not. i when i found out about it uh and was out of uniform i uh mr Cerber would yell demerit and things like that at me in the hallway he
0: would yes i had no real idea. thing yeah. and they may be they may be angry now that the secret's out yeah
1: let's listen, listen you know? I think more people should participate. There is a, yeah, there's it's fun. A, there's a code. Well, honestly,
0: it's it's pretty genius. I mean,
2: Miss Munchell does it, where she has, like, the same shirt and multiple colors and the same pants and the same sweater, and she just, like, rotates.
1: I did not know that. <laughs> that, yes.
0: is amazing. that is so, amazing. So, it's of teachers and what they wear.
2: Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Hugie used to do that. He used to wear the same thing every Monday. And when we figured it out, we started, as we were getting accepted to colleges, we would buy him polos for the college that we went to. So he would have to like mess up his schedule and wear our, <laughs> to wear our polo great. to school one day. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, That's great.
1: Well, <laughs> we, we appreciate you coming on the, on the podcast yes. uh, and, and serious offer. will have you back uh, specifically, specifically yes. in December to debate the projector lights.
0: Oh, I'm coming back to debate the projector light. Love it. I'm All right.
1: Back. Well, thanks for joining us. Have a good one.
0: Thanks. Bye. Bye thanks again to Miss Burns. We would love to have you back anytime. Are you interested in being a guest? Why not email us at podcast at PatriotHS.com and we'll be in touch. We can also now be found on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Radio Public, and Spotify. All you have to do is search for The Patriot Podcast.
1: Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. The show is at Patriot underscore podcast. Miss Byers is at Senora Byers and I am at Mr. Numero and the website is podcast.patrioths.com. That's it for today's episode. We'll leave you with a quote. He didn't realize that love as powerful as your mother's for you leaves its own mark. That's J.K. Rowling. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Janine, happy Mother's Day to you and we'll see you next time. Happy
0: Mother's Day to um, your uh, lovely bride and your mom and shout out to my mom in Pennsylvania too.
1: All right, everybody, have a good one.
0: Be kind to yourselves and each other.